Hello, welcome to another installment of the Central American Group's podcast, in which experts discuss topics related to doing business in Costa Rica, El Salvador, and the rest of the region. Hello, and welcome to another of a series of podcasts by the Central American Group. In these discussions, we talk with individuals that have um, expertise in various aspects of doing business in Central America. Today, we are uh, speaking with and welcoming to the podcast, Luis Martinez. Luis is basically the head of the El Salvador Aerospace Institute. And I'd like to ask Luis if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your organization. Hello, Steve. I appreciate for having me today. Well, actually, I'm Luis from El Salvador, and I'm leading as a president of El Salvador Aerospace Institute. Um, basically, my background has been in terms of education and professional career uh, developed in South Korea for about 15 years. So by the time of living overseas, I realized the importance of technology and then decide to run and give the opportunity for um, discovering aerospace technology in El Salvador. So can you expand a little bit on that? In other words, what, what's the reason for promoting aerospace in El Salvador? According with my experience living overseas, um, I realized the importance of aerospace technology. And the reason is because, you know, through the aerospace, we can uh, support the economy. For instance, agriculture, water supply management, uh, traffic data, and many others, even in terms of education and health. So aerospace is a, let's say, huge science and technology industry and effort. El Salvador never before explored this kind of technology. So uh, in 2016, it was the first time where our organization had the opportunity to introduce some of the previous work we has been made. And that opportunity was done in Guadalajara, Mexico. Well, one of the things that is consistent in aerospace industries across the countries that have uh, specific sector experiences that it's important to build a workforce that is capable of uh, compiling all the skills required to successfully start and uh, continue an aerospace industry in a country. Can you tell us how you're working to develop young minds to help them to get an aerospace education? That's a very interesting question. Uh, let me tell you that in our organization, we have some team members. They got education, for instance, in the United States, Korea, some others in Europe. And for some reason, they cannot cooperate directly with our organization because some policies in foreign countries. But in, in our country, El Salvador, we continuously motivate the public and private sector. For instance, in the K-12 
case of government, our organization uh, promote the opportunity to open the uh, facilities and also the education for the aerospace field. Um, we also partner with some local universities in our country. And of course, we continuously try to promote and find the cooperation for you know, training programs, uh, for access to some uh, knowledge exchange with different regions, different countries. So that way we, we know it will take time to um, get a you know, large labor force, but at the same time, we believe that our first project in aerospace and our organization being the first project leading that initiative in our country has the commitment to see for the future and yeah, get the goal of training people. Could you tell us about your organization's business model? How, how do you work to achieve these things? Yes, uh, we believe the participation of government, private sector investment and people. Yeah, that kind of business model together I mean, making a combination of that, of that model, we will obtain uh, benefits and results. And basically we are open to cooperate for education with government and the private sector, the development of the industry also with foreign enterprise. And of course, we cannot forget society because they play an important role in all these. One of the things uh, that I read about your organization uh, in the material that you provided me with before the podcast is that the El Salvador Space Institute is interested in R&D uh, that has to do with things like satellites, robotics, AI, artificial intelligence, that is, 3D printing, and other aerospace technologies. Um, do you have the resources internally to uh, pursue these different areas of de development or will there be outsourcing uh, somehow involved? That's a very interesting question. To be honest, R&D, you know, as a developing economy or developing country, um, usually the budget for education or R&D in this case is very limited. And that is why our organization do some kind of partnership with uh, local universities and international community, international governments and organizations to support and run projects uh, for their you know, short and long-term projects. To this point, I, I would imagine you're a relatively young organization but can you tell me uh, some of the notable accomplishments that the El Salvador Aerospace Institute has achieved? Yes, we have several ones. Let me explain that one of the biggest achievements of our organization is to survive in these uh, COVID crisis. Right? Everything is stopped, even though we are the first organization of aerospace in El Salvador, we have to deal how to, you know, remind competitive for uh, universities, training programs, and 
standing with our initiatives. So, but I could say that COVID, but also some international recognitions from other governments to our effort to introduce the aerospace technology in El Salvador and also lead one of the main programs of projects, which is the satellite, our first nano satellite in the country with the full support of uh, El Salvador Aerospace Institute. Uh, we got the recognition from international, I mean, other governments like Japanese government, Korean government in Mexico, Romania, and some other countries for their participation and also the international cooperation for these kind of programs. You know, um, I know this may be a little bit difficult to answer, but I, I would like you to try if you can, please. Five to 10 years from now, what would you like to see regarding the aerospace industry in El Salvador? What do you think, what do you think it's gonna look like in five to 10 years? Yeah, actually our target is first uh, motivate young generation for exploring the aerospace technology and also be one of the top organizations leading and uh, cooperate, doing cooperation for the, uh, you know, <clears throat> let's say not only national problems, but also uh, regionally and internationally programs or main challenges like, you know, food security in Central America, climate change, and of course, uh, crimes and security. So we target like from now to 2030, we want to develop a strong program for aerospace and also leading the industry. El Salvador already have a great progress. As you know, one of the main industry in this moment in the case of El Salvador is the aeronautics. We have some of the most important MRO companies from you know, Canada, US investment. So um, in terms of aerospace to be specific then the development of satellite and other kind of technology, we are also moving in the same way back in the years when the aeronautics start. Well, you know, I think you've given us a good overview of uh, what your organization is doing in El Salvador to promote the industry. With these podcasts, always there are folks that uh, contact us to be able to have uh, the ability to send questions to our speakers. Uh, I'm wondering if, if you could tell us how people who may have further questions can reach you. All right. So uh, we have our website is www.esai.isb. And also you can find us as uh, El Salvador Aerospace Institute in the social media. And yeah you can reach and send emails through the website as well. Okay, well, I wanna thank you for joining us today and wanna wish you a great amount of luck in the future years developing the aerospace industry in El Salvador. 
Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for listening. Sign up to receive the Central American Group's quarterly newsletter by visiting www.thecentralamericangroup.com.